Are you ready for homeschooling to feel joyful again? Do you want to build closer relationships, remove some of the stress around planning, and enjoy learning with your children? Welcome to Your Morning Basket. I'm Pam Barnhill, a homeschool mom just like you, and I'm going to show you the magic and fulfillment that Morning Basket or Morning Time can bring to your homeschool. Grab your coffee or tea and let's get started. Welcome to episode 144 of the Your Morning Basket podcast. This one is such a delight. It is the Your Morning Basket podcast team's favorite picture books. And so we have a number of team members here today from our podcast producer to our graphic designer to everyone in between telling you not only their favorite Christmas book, but also their favorite family Christmas tradition. So you're going to be filling your cart with so many new books to read and also getting some ideas for traditions you can do with your own kids. Now, we also have our Christmas tradition morning time explorations. You can get those absolutely for free our gift to you by coming to pambarnhill.com forward slash Christmas. So come on over and get those Christmas tradition explorations and enjoy the podcast. My first guest today is Lainey Homan. Lainey is the member success manager for Your Morning Basket Plus and just an all around helpful person. Lainey, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Okay, so what is your family's favorite Christmas book? And I have a feeling you didn't stick to the, to the assignment. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I kind of did like, so I have, I have two favorite Christmas books. Of course you do. But I will go with the first one. And that is um, the, we use the legend of the Christmas tree. It was written by Rick Osborne. and it ties into one of our favorite family traditions for the holidays. And so when we set up our Christmas tree every year, this is where this is the center of our Christmas traditions. And we do it usually in November, depends on whether we're traveling for Thanksgiving or not. Sometimes we, if we're traveling for Thanksgiving, we usually try to do it before Thanksgiving so that when we come home, we're all set and the house is decorated. We are not slow decorate over Advent kind of people. We like to get it all done at once. And then in all of our decorating happens around this. And we use the legend of the Christmas tree to kick it off. It is, we always, um, have a family meal together and I read the book while the kids are eating. I have even been known to make the exact meal that has mentioned in the book for my family. And then in the book, they travel to a Christmas tree farm and they go find their Christmas tree and they learn um, about how the Christmas tree represents um, Jesus. And it really points to the manger and all of these beautiful things. And so that's kind of how we kick off our Christmas season every year as we read the legend of the Christmas tree. And then after dinner, we decorate our tree. We have an artificial tree because allergies, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is like a picture book then. The legend. Picture. Okay. It's a picture book, but you read it with kids who are all the way up to what age? 
well, my 24 year old still <laughs> and his wife still come and sit and listen. So anybody, my parents were here one year. So, you know, they're 75. <laughs> and I just think that goes to, I mean, and this is going to come up over and over again, that those, especially those holiday picture books are just so great for all different ages. You know, how many years have you been reading this book? My mother, gosh, I wish I would have actually gotten our copy out because it has the date in it and I don't know, but I'm, my mother-in-law gave us this book when my oldest two boys were pretty little. And I mean, it could have been as long as like 2006, something like that. I mean, she wrote the date and a message to the boys when she gave them this book when they were young, but it was, it, I mean, we've been doing it for a long time. I think probably as long as they can remember doing Christmas, this is what we did. This actually kind of is a great, like I said, because I had said I have two books. Okay, and tell me the other one. I'm going to let you tell the other one. The other one is not a picture book per se. It's actually called The Adventure of Christmas, Helping Children Find Jesus in Our Holiday Traditions. It's by Lisa Welshel. It has all kinds of stuff in it. It is really just a book full of activities, but it also has stories and it it just really highlights a lot of the beautiful things about se- the season um, and that really help to kind of point our kids to Jesus and the cross and the whole reason why we're celebrating Christmas in the first place. And when my oldest two boys were probably three and four, we really kind of came to this place where we wanted our holidays to be very meaningful. And we wanted to be very intentional about the traditions that we set up around our holidays to make sure that we were actually intentionally teaching no matter what holiday we were celebrating. So we spent a lot of time my husband and I did thinking about what traditions we wanted to develop around Christmas for our family that weren't necessarily the same as the traditions that we had grown up with. And my sister gave me this book. She had gone to someplace where Lisa Welshel was, and she actually had it signed and she gave me this book. And it was really at a time where I hadn't even really shared with my outside family what I was trying to do with our traditions. But this book was a really a great help to me in that. And so I still pull it out. And like I said, it does, it has like little read aloud things. It's got the story of um, St. Nicholas in it. Um, last year, we actually read that because we had a new person joining us for some of our family traditions, and uh, he did not know like the actual story of St. Nicholas. And so like, oh, awesome. where the idea of Santa Claus came from. And so we read that portion of the adventure of Christmas um, on the same night that we were setting up the Christmas tree. But yeah, books are really a huge part of kind of what we do. But those two books in particular, really, they highlight the reasons why we want to celebrate Christmas and they help to focus our kids on that. They still get caught up in all the excitement of Christmas, but we try to be really intentional about the traditions that we have and giving them meaning so that the kids have a better understanding of why we do certain things. And we use books to help teach that. I love it. I love it so much. Well, that is awesome, Lainey. And uh, Go check those books out. Thanks, Lainey. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm here with Meg Angelino, our next guest. She is our operations manager here at Your Morning Basket. Uh, Meg, welcome to the show. Thanks, Pam. 
But so Meg's been on the podcast before and uh, she homeschools in Connecticut. She has two kids. She's homeschooling. So Meg, tell us about your favorite Christmas book. Oh, it's so hard to choose just one. There's so many great ones out there. I think that for if I have to choose just one, I'm going to go ahead and choose Mortimer's Christmas and Mortimer's Christmas Manger by Carmen Wilson. And um, it's just such a cute, sweet book. And it, I think the reason I love it is it brings back things back to the heart of what Christmas is. So I think that one might be my favorite right now. Okay, I have not read that Karma Wilson book, and I love Karma Wilson. So, you know, obviously we've read the bear books, bears, you know, bear snores snores on on. and yeah, all of that. And then she has some beautiful books about uh, various psalms that she did, I think, with Zondervan. And those are just fabulous ones. We have one of those that's more of a, a thankful. I think it's Psalm 100. It might be Psalm 93 or something, but it has a thankful theme. And we usually read it around Thanksgiving time. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful book. But I was not aware of Mortimer's Christmas Manger. So now I'm going to have to go look this up. It is such a cute book. It's, I mean, you know, karma, classic karma Wilson illustrations with just like, just adorable. So it's about a little mouse who finds the family's nativity and he sees it as like his little house. And so he's so excited. So he keeps dragging out um, baby Jesus out of the crush. And in the, like, as you kind of get to like the, the highlight of the story, you know, the climax, he hears the story of, of the nativity of baby Jesus. And he realizes the importance of it. And he puts all the little figures back into the crash, then finds a little gingerbread house to live in. It's such a sweet book. And I think it, the part of the reason I love it is it brings things back to where Christmas is supposed to be. Oh, that's so much fun. Okay, so uh, if you're listening, you're noticing a theme here uh, in the favorite books and why the team members have chosen them as their favorites. But there is another theme running under the under here that Meg also chose more than one book. <laughs> so Meg, what's another favorite Christmas book? Wombat Divine by Mem Fox. And <laughs> We're going one, down under. Yeah, that one. And, you know, which goes... I mean, like, I know this is past the time, but what goes so perfectly with like our Australia um, explorations. Yes. And, um, but again, it's just an adorable, like animals, like super cute. And then it's about a little wombat who's trying to figure out what his part is and the um, nativity play. And he like tries all these different parts and does not like, fit in any of them he's too this and too that for each of the parts and then he ends up playing baby jesus it's again just a really cute brings things back to christ and just a warm and fun book with beautiful illustrations i love it i love it okay so two fabulous books to add to your collection for this christmas now meg i asked uh i asked laney yesterday so you tell me what is your family's favorite christmas tradition that's a, that's a tough one too, because we are big Advent, like we do Advent schooling. We've done it every year. And like, I, I love doing, you know, kind of the Christmas school thing. 
I, I think though a perennial favorite, and this actually goes back to my family when I was growing up. So my siblings do it too. And my mom is building gingerbread houses. So that's something that we've done together for years. And we have like a from scratch recipe and um, it's just something that we love to do. And sometimes it gets a little competitive, but it's super fun. Oh, that is, that sounds super fun. Okay. So we build gingerbread houses too, but we always build them from the kits from the store. (laughs) And I have to tell you my secret for gingerbread houses. If you wait, if you celebrate the 12 days of Christmas, starting on the 25th, and going through January 6th, if you wait until January 20, or excuse me, December 26th or 27th and go to the store, they put all the gingerbread houses on clearance at that point. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. <laughs> and you can get them super cheap and bring them home. And like on the 28th or 29th, say, hey, it's like the fourth day of Christmas. Let's build gingerbread houses. And uh, you didn't pay nearly as much for your gingerbread house kit. But kudos to you guys for doing it from scratch, because that sounds crazy hard. It's not as hard as it it sounds, but it is, um, I mean, it is a labor of love. But the other nice thing is because we do them, we typically do them kind of earlier so that that way we can give them out as gifts. So they make great like neighbor gifts or landlord gifts if you're renting or, you know, maybe a pastoral gift. Like people always love them and um, and the kids love doing them. So much better than a fruitcake. Oh, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, thanks, Meg. Anytime, Pam. So right now I'm joined by Don Garrett, who is the community manager here at Your Morning Basket. And, you know, there's a theme going with all of these interviews that people are having a very hard time narrowing their books down. Don? Christmas books are the thing. Like. I decorate with books all year round, but at Christmas time, that much more. (laughs) All right. Well, I am making Dawn limit herself to two authors (laughs) and and be general about the books. So go ahead, Dawn, and give us give us one of your favorites. Um, okay. I love Madeline Lingle. She is one of my favorite authors all of the time. And she has two or three. I only grabbed two. She has two or three. Um they're, they're kind of that between picture book and and chapter book kind of a thing um, that are Advent books, Christmas books, um, the 24 Days Before Christmas and A Full House and Austin Family Christmas. They are in her Austin family world. And um, one of them, mother is expecting a baby. And so they're preparing for Christmas while mother is waiting for a little brother or a little sister. One of them, their favorite babysitter has gotten into trouble. And so she is moving in with the family. And so there's some things going on with that. Maybe this one would be for older, young so, teens. So that's and a full house. A full it's for slightly older kids. And would you yeah. read these aloud, Don, or would you hand them over to the kids and let them read them? Um, either way, I think. they. So they are not like Advent books where there's, you know, the same amount of a section. So every day you read a little bit. That's that's not how these are set up. So I have read these aloud to my kids. My kids have read them. I think it's fine either way. So, okay. Yes. So I love I Madeline Lingle. I had no idea she wrote like, it's like Wrinkle in Time. And there's the extent of my, you know. Oh, no she's my fa- one of my favorite authors. She writes 
such a wide variety and so many interesting things. And her writing is just she she uses the English language like no one else. And I love it. Okay, so another question about these, and you may not know the exact answer right now. Are these in print? The I know the 24 Days Before Christmas has been brought back into print. It was out of print for a while, and I think it's back into print now. I'm not sure about the full house. I definitely have a used, like a library discard copy that I bought. Okay, so um, maybe check your library, though, sadly, the state of libraries these days, they're getting rid of a lot of these great older gems like this. But check your library check or your uh, library book sale yeah your library book sale but also you know used books and and things yes. like that um for that one okay so who is your second author okay my second one is for mom and this is for the mom who really wants to dig into the early church fathers mm. um and learn more about kind of our shared common idea the common idea of the incarnation and why it's so important and it's on the incarnation by Athanasius. And it sounds super intimidating and it's not. Mm. So it's not actually a Christmas book per se, but it's hugely appropriate during the Advent season, thinking about how and why Jesus came as a human and fully human, fully God. He came for us. And that's why we celebrate Christmas. I love this so much because this sounds like it would just make a great Advent devotional for mom. For sure. For sure. And um, the edition I have, the popular patristic series, has an introduction an introduction by C.S. Lewis, which is um, wow. fantastic. But this is the introduction where he talks about why it's important to read old books. So definitely, I mean, it's not the easiest ever to read, but it is readable. You just have to kind of take your time and and think through it. But it's a great way to start with some early church fathers. Yeah. And you know what? Like, so read just a little snippets of it every morning. And if you don't, or every evening or whenever it is, you moms get a chance to read, especially during this busy season. For me, it would be in the morning. But Mm -hmm. if you don't get all the way through it the first year, don't beat yourself up. And then, you know, next year, pick it up and Read some more and it's totally okay. It's 110 pages. So it's not very long and it's it's definitely worth your time, I think. Oh, and 110 pages, including the introduction, which is telling you about Athanasius and why he wrote this. So it's 50 pages, 49 oh. to 110. Yeah, that, yeah, you could definitely do that. Favorite Christmas tradition for your family? Well, I'm going to go beyond Christmas books. We take a day with my parents and um, we bake all day. Um, We have a baking day and we make all of the cookies, all of the breads, all of the, all of the things for the whole season. It's like all day long. We decorate cookies. We, it's quite a production, but it's, we have so much fun with it. And I think my kids at this point would be like, well, we're not doing baking day. So, <laughs> Okay. So when do you do baking day? We typically do it. Um, well, we used to organize our whole school year around Advent. And so this was a school day, a secret school day um, <laughs> during our off time. And we usually did it early, like the first week after Thanksgiving. Okay. Because my mom likes to give cookies to friends and and she like make big platters of cookies to give away and stuff like that and have them to take to different events. So we always did it 
relatively early and she would freeze parts and and they would they would hold until Christmas for sure. So but now the last couple of years we've done it at my house. We make a fewer cookies because I don't give as many away, but we still made make a lot. Love it. Love it so much. Well thank you, Dawn. Thank you. All right. So my next guest is Betsy Cypress, and she is one of our moms here um, at YMB, but also she is a writer for us. And so she writes our Wonder World podcast uh, that Olivia and I do. So if you haven't checked out that podcast and all of the fun facts and everything that Betsy finds for us to share, do go check that out in your favorite podcast app. And Betsy also does some of our curriculum writing as well. Betsy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Or I should say welcome back because you were on not that long ago to talk about Wonder World. So share with us your favorite Christmas book. Okay. My favorite Christmas book is called One Wintry Night and it's by Ruth Bell Graham. And it is all about the true story of Christmas, but told in a fictionalized way. So a little boy who gets lost in a snowstorm and I won't ruin it, but it has a really happy ending and it has gorgeous, gorgeous art, huge, big pictures, like full page pictures. And it's really worth it even just for that. But it's a great story. I love it. So you've been reading this one with your kids for a while now? So we, I actually bought it before I was even dating my husband for my future kids. Wow. And we've been reading it for... Well, our oldest is 18, so a long time every year. (laughs) A long time. Okay, so what makes a single young lady go out (laughs) and buy a picture book? I mean, did you buy it with the intention that you were going to read it to your kids one day, or did you just buy it because you liked it? Well, I was actually at a like at a conference in Sacramento, California, and they were selling all kinds of books. And I've always been a book lover. I saw this one and my mom was with me. I saw it. She saw it. It was gorgeous. She bought it for my cousins who were young nieces and nephews of hers. And I knew I just had to have one too. And that one day I was going to be married and have kids and I would read it to them. And it just really what drew me in was the gorgeous colors. And then the fact that it does explain the story of from Christmas to Easter um, and the resurrection, you know, in a very child-friendly, understandable way. So I love it. Oh, that's such a great story. Okay. So my second question, well, I've, I think I've asked you three or four questions now, but if we're going to get technical, but my next question is Christmas traditions. What is your family's favorite Christmas tradition? So I asked my kids about this and they all had a different answer. So, um, but they all said time together. And in the city where we live, we have a Christmas parade every year and we have something called living windows every year. So um, we love going to the Christmas parade, either watching it or uh, many years we've been in the parade with our American heritage girls troop and trail life, trail life troop. And then, um, Living Windows is where the stores are all closed. All the little shops downtown are closed. And then people come and do things in the windows at night. So, and you walk around and look at it. So somebody might be 
playing the piano. Somebody might be playing the clarinet. There might be ballet dancers. There might be a skit going on or a choir or um, people are giving away hot chocolate and cookies and all kinds of things. And you just go from shop to shop and view all kinds of people's fun talents and everyone's dressed in Christmas attire. And it's just really fun. Oh, that does sound fun. That just sounds absolutely delightful. So what what a great way to spend a, a, an evening in December seeing everything. So that's really cool. Well, thank you, Betsy. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. So my next guest is Miss Allie Made, and she is our social media liaison here at Your Morning Basket. Allie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Go ahead and share with us, what is your favorite Christmas book? Over here, we love Merry Christmas, Streganona by Tommy DePaola. Yes, such a good one. Um, it's our favorite. It's our favorite lately uh, because as my kids get older, I like ones that can span all the ages of the kids, and this one does. And it has a great message with the spirit of Christmas, and it has elements in there that are traditions that we like uh, like the Advent wreath and attending Christmas Eve Mass, and it's all in there. I love it. I love it so much. So do you read that one every year? Is that something that you found recently, or have you been reading it a while? We've been reading it every year, maybe for the past, oh, I don't want to, not three or four years, maybe more. <laughs> Okay. So that, yeah, because I was, I was just actually talking to Betsy about hers and she actually bought her favorite Christmas book before she even got married. Yeah. Ours, ours evolve more. I would say I find, I found one last year just from our advent plans that I love. And now that's a new one. So ours evolve and we buy new Christmas books probably every year. Okay. So what's the one from the advent plans? Is the advent of Christmas, the Matt Marr he has those beautiful songs and the beautiful Advent album. And that was my second choice because this goes along with it. I love, and I love that Christmas, well, Advent slash Christmas album. I love it so, so much. Um, it is just absolutely, uh, yeah, I just love listening to it for the entire season. So yeah, definitely get a thumbs up for me on that one. Okay. Favorite Christmas tradition for you and your kids? So ours, the kids always say it's putting up the Christmas tree. So we put up the Christmas tree every year on Thanksgiving. That's their favorite. And then I also love, we do the Advent wreath in the morning with our morning time and a, a Jesse tree devotional um, from Catholic Sprouts. And I think the combination of that, having the Christmas tree up and then the Advent wreath, those are our favorites. Oh, I love, love, love it. Okay. So by the time Nancy had really developed Catholic sprouts, my kids were too old for it. You know, um, she has, she has some fabulous stuff. And if you are a Catholic family looking for a Christmas gift this year, she has a great book on Catholic social teaching and we will link it for you in the, uh, in the show notes of this. I highly recommend that book that is for a little bit older kids, but yeah, her stuff. And her Advent uh, Jesse Tree stuff, that's just, that's absolutely fabulous as well. So the kids like it. There's ornaments in this set that we have, and I think it's still available. There's ornaments that you color and laminate and then hang on a little tree and the devotionals are great. So yes. Well, Allie, thank you so much for joining me and sharing your favorite Christmas stuff with us. Thank you for having me. 
My next guest is Miss Katie Wallace. Katie is a homeschooling mom of two, and she is the graphic designer. She makes everything so pretty here at Your Morning Basket. Katie, welcome to the podcast. Hey, hey. So glad to have you on. This is the first time you've ever been on. I know. It's so exciting. It is so special. (laughs) So if you you haven't noticed the similarity of accents, Katie also lives in Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) We live just, you know, a few hours from each other. Well, Katie, tell us, what is your family's favorite Christmas book? Well, it's the classic, of course, The Night Before Christmas. It's just one that we have, like, almost memorized, you know, because we've read it so many times and it's just the one that immediately comes to mind that is um, our family's favorite. Okay. So now that is a classic poem and yeah, it would be easy to memorize because the rhythm of it is so great. Now, do you, if you have the book in front of you, is there a particular illustrator? Because even though the same guy wrote the words, there have been so many different versions of this book. Yes, I used the one. It's the classic edition illustrated by Charles Centauri and just has such beautiful illustrations. Like when we're reading through it and we, because we've read through it so many times, you can almost see the pictures, you know, as we're reading it, even without looking at the book. But there is, you know, beautifully illustrated um, by him. So it's it's our favorite. I love it. OK, good, because I wanted people to know which one to go and look for. All right. So what is your family's favorite Christmas tradition? Um, our favorite tradition, I think, is my kids may disagree. <laughs> my favorite is we all pile in the car and go look at Christmas lights. Now, we don't do this on a particular day. My husband is a firefighter, so our Christmases look a little different. We don't just have a you know set schedule of how things work around here, so we just do it when he's free. But we always make sure that, you know, he's home, all four of us pile in, and we go look at some Christmas lights. We have a beautiful farm nearby here that just really goes all out, and that's um, that's one of our favorite things to do. I love that so much. That's actually one of our family's favorite traditions, and we always add, and this is not sponsored, by the way, but we always add the Chick-fil-A peppermint chip milkshakes. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds good. So we always like the kids know it's coming and, you know, around here, it's typically not horribly cold at Christmas time. It might be a little chilly. (laughs) I would like to say with us curled up under a blanket by a fire with hot cocoa, but that just doesn't always happen around here. No, it doesn't. So we go get our milkshake and even if it's cold, you know, we just run the heater in the car and, uh, and go look at the Christmas light. So I, I 100% approve of that tradition. It's a favorite (laughs) around here too. Awesome. Awesome. I'll have to add in the milkshake this year. That sounds fun. (laughs) Yeah. You can tell your kids to thank me later. So (laughs) I will. (laughs) Thanks, Katie. Thank you. So my next guest is Jeanette Pasqua, and I am so excited to have her here. Jeanette uh, has two roles at Your Morning Basket. She is our podcast producer. So she does like all of our research and question writing and stuff for the podcast because you really didn't think I was doing all of that myself, right? (laughs) And then she also is our proofreader for, for all of our products and things here. So Jeanette, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Okay. Favorite picture book. Okay. I hands down for our holiday season, we use Unwrapping the Greatest Gift, A Family Celebration of Christmas by Ann Voskamp. Okay. So how long have you guys been using that one and what do you love about it? Um, I think we've been using it for a couple of years. We have tried a lot of different, we're a really big Jesse Tree 
people. We love the Jesse tree. We've been using that um, as a mode of preparing our hearts for Christmas since my kids were very, very tiny. And so I love the book because it is very well put together. It's has a beautiful story. The way she writes is just so beautiful. And she tells the story of God's plan so well. And obviously the illustrations are gorgeous. And so we've been using that book for a couple of years. We've tried a lot of different Jesse Tree books over the years, but that's the one we finally settled on. And I could not do Advent without that book. I love it. I love it. Okay. So my second question for you is Mm -hmm. favorite Christmas tradition in your household? Well, it's kind of one and the same because we do the Jesse tree. That is the biggest thing that we do. My kids look forward to it every year. We have multiple sets of ornaments that we use um, for different spots in our house. But I think maybe just the way that we do our Advent calendar or Advent wreath time, because we light the Advent wreath, we read the the Jesse tree book, the the book I was just referring to. And then at the end, after everybody's done their individual prayer, because we get let the kids go around and say a little prayer of what they want to pray for that day. And then they always get a Hershey kiss. So every night (laughs) we sweeten the deal with a Hershey kiss. (laughs) I love it. So it's kind of like extra special Advent bribery going on. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It's just become a part of the tradition. So every single night after they've sat through the prayer because it is a little bit longer of a prayer than normal because they're listening to this whole devotional and the whole nine yards. So yeah, we sweeten the deal a little bit at Christmas time and and or during Advent and we let them have a Hershey kiss every night. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Okay. So totally kind of unrelated memory, that, but related. This makes me think back and I, I can think of where we were living. And so like Thomas had to be less than a year old. So my kids were really, really young. And mm-hmm. I had seen this idea online where you took like kisses, Hershey's kisses for each of your kids and you put them, wrapped them up in cellophane and you tied each individual piece. And so every day you would untie a piece of the cellophane and then they would, like the kisses would come out and the kids would get them and you would count down to Christmas. And so I spent one evening painstakingly tying all these up. And I think like the very next day, my then youngest, he would be my middle child now, ate all of the Hershey's kisses. Oh no. <laughs> and he was like, maybe two and a half. Oh no. Oh, I was gosh. like, well, there went that Christmas tradition. We're not ever doing that again. <laughs> so, so I love it. I absolutely love your Christmas tradition of, of having the Hershey's kisses. And I think that's fabulous to, to just sweeten the deal a little bit. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Jeanette. No problem. <laughs> My next guest today is Miss Jenny Shaw. And Jenny, gosh, you've been around for a long time, haven't you? Like (laughs) six or seven years. (laughs) Yes, I can't even remember. Don't make me lie and not look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny has been on the team for quite a while and she writes all of our Catholic materials. So our Catholic morning time plans and our Catholic devotions and all of those things. And we're just so happy to have her. And I'm going to let you tell how many kids you have, because I'm going to be honest, I lost track. (laughs) Some days I lose track. Um, Yeah, we just had our uh, ninth baby uh, and on D-Day, so 6'6". Um, and he's our sixth boy. So we're having a lot of fun with him while he's still in that squishy, squishy stage. So. 
I, I love the squishy stage so much. And I haven't got to hold this one yet. So we're going to have to meet up so that so that I can actually get to hold him. Well, it is awesome to have you here. And Jenny homeschools all of those children who are school age um, from her home in Texas where she lives with her husband. So Jenny, tell me, what is your favorite Christmas book? My personal one, and it's a chapter book, um, it's, it's really sweet, is The Bird's Christmas Carol. And it's by the same author who wrote uh, Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm. So that would be Kate Douglas Wiggin. I don't want to give the whole thing away, but it's about a family and they're they're putting on a dinner for their neighbors. And it's just kind of like preparing for that and just kind of how that night transpires. And it's a tearjerker. So I'm not going to give away. Not going to give away too much. Okay. So does it have something to do with music? Because the thing we forgot to mention about you is that you do all of our music plans here. So yes, there's a lot of music in it. And it the daughter's name is is Carol. So that's, that's kind of her connection with that. So to oh, the really whole neat. Carol's thing. So really yeah. neat. Love it. Okay. So the other question I've been asking everybody is what is your family's favorite Christmas tradition? Well, Christmas time, we try to get, a, you know, a lot of different traditions in there, but I think the simpler ones are the ones that I don't have to think about are my favorite. <laughs> Because I, I tend to get to them more more easily and they're not as big a stressor. But one of them that we do, and it's it's throughout Advent, we just light an, an additional birthday candle each day on a little wooden, you know, it's like a just a piece of wood my boys drilled holes into. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, we have birthday candles that lead up to the birth of, of Jesus and it gets brighter and brighter, you know, each day of Advent. And then we've got a, you know, a huge thing on the piano, you know, all lit up on Christmas Eve and and Christmas. So that's kind of like the big climax of they're all finally lit and it's, you know, big and bright, simple, but, but really beautiful. So. So is this in addition to your regular Advent wreath or do you use this as a replacement for your Advent wreath? Um, It's an addition. We have the wreath like on the table at dinner time, and this is like on the back of the piano. So it's, you know, it's like a four by four, you know, it was just like a piece of wood. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they literally just like drilled little holes in and uh, it's about, I don't know, I'd say three foot long, maybe a little less, maybe like 30 inches long, just to sit on the back of the piano there. And, you know, anything like a birthday candle every single day. Yeah, yeah, that's it. (laughs) I love it. What a great tradition that is. And you're right. So simple. I mean, and you're lighting the Advent candle anyway. So uh, but just a great little tradition that you can have and and add to what you're doing as you go through the holiday season. So I love it so much. Boys and fire. I mean, you can't go wrong with (laughs) that'll keep their attention for sure. That will keep them captivated. (laughs) That is exactly right. Well, if you would like more liturgical ideas for Catholic families, do go check out Jenny's blog. She blogs at Barefoot Abbey and it's barefootabbey.com. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Super simple. (laughs) Awesome. Love it so much. Thanks for being here, Jenny. Well, I suppose I would be absolutely remiss if I did not tell you a couple of my favorite Christmas books. And like everyone else, I had such a hard time choosing. And I am going to choose The Best Christmas Pageant Ever by Barbara Robinson. This one is all about how the horrible Herdmans kind of found redemption and learned the true story 
of Jesus and also taught the other members of their town something about the Christmas story as well. Such a delightful small chapter book. Read it with my kids again just last year. And then like everyone else, I chose more than one favorite. Another favorite is The Nativity by Julie Vivas. Now this one takes the words from the Gospels that talks about the birth of Jesus, but Julie Vivas added her utterly delightful illustrations. They're non-traditional illustrations to this story of the nativity. And I love, love, love it so much. I find this book absolutely charming. And so go and check that one out as well. So thank you so much for joining us here today. And don't forget to go and download your own Christmas tradition morning time explorations. These are our free gift to you, a a full set of morning time exploration plans that you can do with your family during the holiday season. Thanks so much for listening to Your Morning Basket. If you are ready to spend less time planning and more time engaged in learning with your children, join Your Morning Basket Plus, a monthly membership with everything you need to start a morning time practice in your homeschool. To join, head on over to ymbplus.com and I'll see you there.